0: The land of the ice and snow. My name is Heather, and I'm here today with Diego, and our guest is Jarrett from um, Canada. So we have like the big three North Americans representing.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah.
0: So Canada, U.S., Mexico. All nice. right. Was
1: that in Was that in level of area, like country land area, landmass? Land yes. no? I yeah.
0: totally thought of that, yeah. and that was definitely. I think definitely
2: if we team it. up, we <laughs> 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 it's our chance to overthrow. You can them. crush us. <laughs>
0: Welcome. So you're originally from Calgary.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. The, another land of ice and snow.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> so you didn't have to make such an adjustment, maybe, maybe language-wise, but
2: no. The winter here is way better. Really? Way better. In the SFE, everybody was just crying about the <laughs> the winter the first year, and I was like, I this is great. <laughs> like I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> The first winter was really bad, actually, for Stockholm. I think it was like minus... It got to minus 25 and everybody was oh. freaking out. It was like the coldest winter in a 100 yeah. years or something. Um, so the green line, of course, will stop when it's minus one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or there's so, a leaf
0: on the track. <laughs> exactly. So
2: I... And I was in SFE at uh, Globen and I was living in Gaben. So I just walked to school. Yeah. Put on my yeah. snow pants and... Pushed a couple people out of the snow with their cars because they have all those like, gravel buckets everywhere, right? Yep. And then I got there and it was empty. Everybody would stay at home. And I was like, but... <laughs> all right.
0: You people are weak. Yeah, please.
2: I thought <laughs> well, you guys were descended from Vikings. But uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a much preferred winter here.
0: But something I read about that I've never understood why we don't have here is um the plus 15 system.
2: Oh. Can glorious. you talk about this? Yeah, so and it's
0: why isn't it here?
2: Because the winter here is uh not as bad. Not as bad. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: what as is the plus 15 system? Yeah, so
2: it's the downtown core. So it's like a typical modern American city style. So huge urban sprawl, everyone has a house, no one lives in an apartment. So it's just like it's just suburbs for tens of kilometers, it's going north to south, on the highway it's an hour, so it's roughly 100 kilometers or something. And so the downtown core is skyscrapers Mm -hmm. and what they've done is they've connected them all with this plus 15 system, which is I think 15 feet is the idea, Um, because in Canada we like to mix feet and metric and imperial, it's crazy, depends on what you're measuring (laughs) and with whom and yeah. So plus 15 is these uh, walkways that are completely enclosed that are 15 feet up from ground floor that connect all of the towers. Mm-hmm. So once you get to the downtown core, you never go outside again. You can just go through all the buildings in, inside. And it's like a glass. Most of them have a glass ceiling and a and glass walls. So you get a little sunshine, hopefully. Um, so you go from, like, your heated garage, you get in your car, you drive to work, and probably that's heated, the, the garage there, and then you just go and walk around.
0: It's such a wonderful idea. So you never have to get out in the snow in the cold. Yeah.
2: It's like living on the moon.
0: Yeah, yeah. right. You got to
2: put on your suit if you want to go out, and mm-hmm. you just go from, like, pod to pod. When we were little kids, my, my hippie folks, uh, my mom would take us uh, to the downtown core, and then just let us loose so we do like a scavenger hunt or something but it's like we could run around without getting frostbite
1: you yes, actually exactly. call it downtown core yeah. like let's go to the downtown core like let's, let's go shopping to the downtown core is, uh, that, is that a phrase
2: yeah I mean we would we would probably shorten it to downtown okay or, or the core the core so, yeah I like that. we're we're, yeah. Yeah. we're hardcore <laughs> uh, I think that was something that the retailers in uh, in the core yeah. wanted to like promote to make it I don't know I guess it's stuck. More <laughs> central. More cooler. Yeah. So we and we don't have a though. We don't have an old anything. So because mm. uh, the city is not that old. It's. Uh, oh. I think the oldest building I I know of is like, 1909 or 1910 or something.
0: It was just not developed before then, or just. Well, I
2: mean, it's like it's <laughs> it's the frontier. It's there's nothing there, and it's brutally cold. It's like they were given the land away to settle. So it's, it's pretty new. I think the older, like the, the oldest parts of town were like wood frame buildings with a canvas roof. Like it was like a tent that had mm-hmm. walls. Uh huh. Yeah. So those don't last. But the sandstone buildings, they're like maybe 1900.
0: So compared to here pretty new.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's no gameless there.
1: I mean, we do have kind of a core. <clears throat> it's not exactly the same concept, but setting a story. Because you can go in, you can walk. I mean, there's shopping malls, there's restaurants, there's but you don't have to go out from the hmm. subway or yeah, from the penalty or from the train.
0: Yeah, when it's cold and I'm near Central, I I come up with all these ways to try to go through like Galleria, and if yeah. I need to take a shortcut, or sometimes I go like from down into the subway, across the platform, back up, rather than walk on the street. It's my whole thing. I don't understand why cities don't have domes when it's really, <laughs> when <laughs> it's a, really bad. Yeah.
2: We could use some domes <laughs> here, I think. Because,
0: I mean, in Stockholm, we we need this in the winter. It needs to have lights so it's bright and mm. shiny. and And then... On the opposite side, that I say in Texas and in Houston, it also needs like a big air conditioned dome, so just for the summertime. Somebody has to get on this with developing domes. Dome for technology needs changing.
2: Yeah. So, of course. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> that sounds perfect. Let's do that. Geodesic <laughs> domes for everyone.
0: Known you for a while now because we worked together. Yes. Uh, a long time ago. But then when I asked you to be on the podcast, I found out that you also know Diego. That's right. And you two won't tell me how you know each other. So. You never
1: asked me. Yeah, She's, I don't ha- feel so- like I've been asked either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was a bit
2: coy, I suppose, <laughs>
0: with that one. So, how do you know each other?
2: Well, my girlfriend is friends with Diego and also friends with Diego's friends. I think that's kind of how it. Yeah, but I mean, we met kayaking. That's true. Oh, that's true. We were kayaking. So a mutual friends uh, bachelor party. Okay, and we went out to the near archipelago and did a little zip out in the kayak and had a little fire building competition that I was very very (laughs) confident about (laughs) and just did not. (laughs) I did not perform as as advertised. Um, so just
0: like you have to build a fire from scratch
2: like yeah we like they strung a line over an area and then we had to gather rocks build a fire pit build a fire and then the first one the first fire to burn through the line is the winner and uh, I I cheated and I still <laughs> I still lost <laughs> so
1: that's uh, I don't know I think we're in different teams but that, I think yeah. it was a it was a clear example of when you have Teams, and you have an individual mm. that because the, the one that won was the, the one that was only one person in his own team the groom. <laughs> yeah, the groom. Yeah. yeah. So, but I think it's kind of because we, we had like opinions and then people were like doing stuff improperly, so we had to discuss more things, and mm-hmm. this guy just like burn it.
2: Yep. Yeah. So. And, the, and the groom is like a Renaissance man. He just He's amazing at everything. We don't like him very much. So no. this
0: activity was like geared towards his strengths? Yes.
2: No. No, well, I don't think he, he's I not, mean, is he a camper? No. 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 It, like, wow. it, it was designed for me to succeed. And I still botched it, so.
1: <laughs> well, I know because he told me, he, he, he taught me how to jump into the water without freezing. Mm. You don't remember that? But I remember because I've been using your technique since then. Oh, I oh you mean me? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think we, we all need to just, hear this technique.
1: I don't this even know. It, and just and go in. Know. Yeah, but how do you go in? Because I was going like ah. tippy toe and I was like, oh, I'm freezing on yeah, my yeah, knees yeah. and just like walking really slowly, painfully. Yeah. You, get, you, then, get,
2: you go in to like just below your tender bits, mm-hmm. anything that can, you know, suffer too much. And I turn around, and it's just a backwards. uh, You just Mm. drop in, not not over the head unless you're crazy. But yeah, yeah, it works. It works super well, and it's good to be breathing slowly, (laughs) like a deep breath. That's where I lose it. Yeah, I forget. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: is this the same person that you both were in France recently for a wedding? That's right.
2: Yeah. So, our dear friends went for uh, went for the southern France wedding. Not bad. She's from there. So it was a great environment. It was like, because um, her mom's from southern France, her dad is from Senegal, and then he's from Wales, and then it's the Swedish international family, uh-huh. like, of uh, friends, right? Like, yeah. Right? So it was a great kind of maelstrom of different mm-hmm. cultures all mixed together, and, like, we're, we're used to that. Those of us from Stockholm, right? yeah. You know, that know. friend group. So it was it was fun to kind of be the, the social lubricant between all these like the Welshmen were very very uh, Welsh, Welsh yeah so we could, like very conserved, very like like hugging would be too uh, huh. intimate for them so like the three kisses was like yeah. beyond yeah. the pale. <laughs> And uh, if you went to talk to one of them, the rest would all kind of look at you like, hmm, who is this guy? <laughs> who is this stranger? So it was, um, it was great, it was a beautiful time. And, we, and we camped, we went camping. Yeah,
1: so I, I go out from, because we're, I was staying in a van with my girlfriend, and then when I went out, I see a tent and I'm like, wait, we thought we were the extreme people here.
2: <laughs> not on my watch. So. <laughs> no. Yeah. It was a great van, though. Like, yeah, you guys it was had a super it, fancy van. Yeah, we opened the tent flap and thought, "Oh,
0: <laughs> we should have thought that's
2: of that. a that's a nice compromise." Yeah, but everybody else was staying in this big villa, so oh, that's the that's our dog. Yeah. is that is that the cue for a commercial break? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this this you episode. You know what that sound is? <laughs> it's brought to you by Puppy Chow. <laughs>
1: So mm-hmm. Heather, Heather as Heather, <laughs> as Swedish people pronounce her name. She has a ah. she has an eye infection. She was considering bringing in an eye patch.
0: Because I thought it would be kind of you know. It'd be awesome to just wear an eye patch around town. I was Oops. gonna raid my kids' mm-hmm. costume box and because I know they got a pirate one in there with the skull and crossbones. But okay, it, it's, now you're It's talking. Sweden, so nobody would say anything. You know, I could just mm-hmm. ride the subway. I, in fact, I'd yes. probably get a whole quad of seats to myself. Yes. I should have done it. I just didn't have time.
2: That's the one benefit to the Swedish social rules: is that you can <laughs> do whatever, you can dress however you like. That's true. You could dress like a like a gnome. Yeah. And just walk around town all day and nobody And people pretend will even... that that's normal. Like, oh, there's a gnome there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool. another that. one of those gnomes. Oh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> oh, you noticed the gnome. Well, that's because you're prejudiced. Yeah. Oh, you have a problem with eye patches? <laughs> you don't like yeah. pirates? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but
0: doesn't? to add to the eye infection, so mm-hmm. I had to go to one of my most hated things, which is the infection walk in at the doctor's office. Do you guys have this at your local doctor's office? They just started a few years ago at mine. It's like at 10.30 each day, you can walk in if you have an infection and they see people for an hour without an appointment. Uh, You can imagine the zombie horde looking that it is. And I just have an eye infection, but I already know that every person there is like, (laughs) oh, God, it's probably strep throat and just horrible things.
1: Or UTI. Get everyone (laughs) with (laughs) a... immune system that's
2: suppressed all in the same room I for the know. same hour
0: whose idea was this i mean it worked out because i could get a quick appointment today but it was just oh i had to pick the chair in the waiting room that was nowhere near anybody mm-hmm. and it was filled with children just coughing sick children mm-hmm. i had my gloves on It's
2: sounds like uh, work <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah working <laughs> in a school it's the same it's the same thing
0: yeah exactly basically. it's a walking disease center
2: i stopped giving high fives many Ooh, years ago good now, move I do the fist bump and then it's like a little explosion with the fingers you yeah. know, like an explosion they love that and also I don't eat with this part of my hand. <laughs> yes so it's like
0: I'm it's thinking perfect. I'm going to start telling people I'm left handed and then you can always shake with your left hand because yeah uh, I'm not yeah. using that
2: it makes for some awkward handshakes
1: practice. or I mean it could go with that. you just have to start wearing the full pirate costumes. you have the eye patch and you wear a hook
0: Ooh. on your hand I that so, would be great to pull that out yeah. when somebody wants to shake their hand. <laughs> oh, you, sorry. You don't have a problem with this, do you?
1: They wouldn't even notice.
2: <laughs> no. Right? They would just of be like... Of course not.
0: So you've been working in Swedish schools for quite a while.
2: Yes. Guess it's got to be like nine years or eight, eight, nine years now. Well, when I was a kid, I if you'd asked me what I wanted to be, I would have said teacher. And if you said, what do you want? Like what subject? I would have yeah. said anything but math. <laughs> And that's what I wound up of course. doing, <laughs> which is really, really um, helpful. Because when I was a kid, I struggled with it. So, unlike my coworkers and colleagues, um, who are all like just math whiz kids or were, mm-hmm. um, they don't understand when the kids don't get it. Like they they're mm-hmm. just like they just repeat it with a different tone of voice, with the same instructions. I mean. Obviously, it's like speaking
0: a, louder to somebody who exactly. speaks a different language yeah <laughs>
2: and i mean the, and the people i worked with most of them are extremely professional really good teachers so that's more of a joke really but but like for me it's been i really understand not getting it mm-hmm. so so that's been really good and then yeah so i started working um, in uh 2010 as a math teacher and then I traveled around lived in Eskilstuna for a little while right and then I came back uh, to Stockholm and then I I, the the school I was just working in um, Vasa International School Stockholm it's an IB school Mm -hmm. in uh, Romanskjärten and uh, there I did math and science so that was nice because I love I love science yeah I like math (laughs) <laughs> Hello, science. And then uh, and then they promoted me to vice principal. So that is more hands on with the parents and the kids and the. Oh no,
0: I'd, I'd rather yeah. deal with the kids than the parents. I think <laughs> definitely,
2: yeah. Well, I I kind of felt like um, like when I took the job, I thought like, what as a teacher uh, for so many years, what do I wish my princi- vice principal did? Yeah. So I tried to mm-hmm. do that. Like I think of it like a road trip. You know, like I'm. I got to know where all the pit stops are, I got to take control of the soundtrack, I got to have some snacks, you know, like, if any kid was a problem or a parent was a problem, like, that was, I took that on right away. It, the, the Swedish parents uh, are very, uh, demanding sounds bad, <laughs> but they're demanding. Now, I think their their, their wishes are very clear that. What, they know exactly what they want. They know how it should look. And they believe their kids, no matter what they say, which is good. But, you know, you also want to say, like, my job is easier if I don't call you in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, <laughs> if I just pretend nothing happened, my life is exponentially more easy. Right. I am actually caring about your kids. So that's why you're here. If I think about my childhood, like, my mom is lovely and she means well but like she would never listen like i had to bring irrefutable proof that i'm being you know unfairly treated for her to step in and then even if i did that she'd be like well this is a growth experience for you like you should experience this obstacle even though it's unjust to grow as a person you can't run from a fight like i'm 12 <laughs> I need some help here. I think running would yeah. be a good option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it did, I mean, it did teach me some resilience. Yeah, of course. To be fair. so
0: You have made the biggest mistake by reminding me that you lived in South Korea for a while. I've
2: done it now, have I? Mm-hmm. It was amazing.
0: So you were on uh, Korean TV, right? or movies I was
2: or, yeah and uh, you
0: always refused to tell me what your name was so I couldn't look you up on the internet
2: That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. When I got the teaching job I scoured the internet for any traces. Um, <laughs> and now the thing people won't believe me which is totally <laughs> fine because <laughs> I like there are a couple there are a couple shows I did for the national television network in Korea that are like I'm always the bad guy. That's <laughs> There's something about so, this face that looks like a bad guy. We're, like th- we're talking about
1: South Korea, right? Yes. Ah, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't I was doing like propaganda <laughs> like, <laughs> like, wow. for the regime. Um, no, so I did. I did. Um, I was in the dormitory, and I had these. There was like a few sort of Western exchange students. There was very uh, six of us, including me: three Russians, two French, and this Canadian guy. And uh, so we were kind of like celebrities on campus. In in, in the city, everyone can
0: recognize you. back
2: in those days. There was like before. This is before Gangnam Style, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, I mean, if you didn't go to the like foreign district, if you didn't go to Taiwan, you you didn't see any other foreigners. So like people would stop me on the street. On like on on campus, people would say like, "Oh, good morning, Jarrett. Uh, how are you today?" And I'd have to be like. Oh, I'm really sorry. I don't remember your name. And they go, Oh, we have never met. No. <laughs> She's like, Oh, you're the, you're that guy. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was me and the professors. So t- these two Russian girls that were in the dormitory with us, they got a connection through some kind of dodgy Russian lady <laughs> to, to get, uh, acting and, uh, advertising gigs. And like, they paid okay, way less than they should have for yeah. what we were doing. Um, and so they were like, "Well, they need some goofy-looking white dude. Can you be that goofy-looking white dude?" And I was like, "Hey, that's what it says on my business card." So, so then I went in and I, had, I went did a did a show, and then I did, and they liked it, so I did another one, and then they started giving me speaking roles, and then like, "You look like a villain. Can you come in?" So they, yeah, I did lots of game shows and stuff like that, but not the way not the way you're thinking. It's not okay. the, like. You're probably imagining like a big rat maze with humans in it and (laughs) giant like foam balls and costumes. Exactly, exactly. So it wasn't that, sadly, because that would I would have paid for that. Yeah. Um, It was like uh, these game shows. They brought on Korean celebrities, so comedians, actors, actresses, um, musicians, whatever celebrities, and then they would watch little vignettes, little videos. And uh, they had to answer questions or some games regarding what they'd watched. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, if they got it wrong, there was a punishment. So like a big robot plush arm would like slap them in the yes. face a bunch of times. Or some, <laughs> some slime would fall from the ceiling. or Whatever. Some, mm-hmm. you know, so it had a little element of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, so I was in those little vignettes. Right? Okay. There was like a, there was one called uh, Surprise. And it was, um, it was like a Ripley's, believe it or not, style show. And you'd have like, uh, when it was a non-Korean story, then they'd you know, bring in the foreigners. So right. I'd come in. It was like me, an American dude, and then just a whole bunch of Siberians. Because <laughs> they, they were like, good enough. Um, and they'd give us, the, the dialogue was horrible. And I could, I could, in those days, I could speak Korean. I could mm-hmm. read and write and speak Korean. So I would go to like the my like handler on the studio lot and be like, Okay, I've read the script, you've written whoever wrote this, great job, however, maybe I could fix some of these things that are not <laughs> and they just would refuse. They're like, No, you read what's written. And they didn't even know like like the director and the crew couldn't speak English. So the the American I think it was the American guy, he got in trouble because he just started like cursing and mm-hmm. just saying whatever he wanted, and they aired them. And then some, <laughs> you know, father or mother with a half Korean family were watching the show with their kids. And um, but yeah, it was it was um, it was crazy. So I played like a detective. I played uh, the world's most incompetent father. <laughs> for,
0: uh, I think that's the one I remember you telling me about. Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: that was this. That was the safety show. So they every week. They would have like some uh, theme for safety show, and then they would play these little scenes where somebody does all the bad, the wrong (laughs) things, and then the celebrities have to guess what they should have done, and blah blah. blah. And so, for the safety show about children, like infants, um, they didn't want to have I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm I know Korea, so they didn't want to have Korean parents doing the horrible, bad <laughs> stuff. So they brought us in uh-huh. as, like, this American couple. And it was me and this blonde girl from the States who was... Uh, yeah, she done us. Oh, yeah, she, anyway, anyway. So so then um, we had to do... Like, I had to, like, uh, prepare the, the bottle for the kids mm-hmm. on the stove, and I didn't cool it down, and I spilled... It all over the baby, and I put too many blankets in the <laughs> crib, and I like you know they had there was one scene where they had me. Sh- it said like it says shakes the baby, and then the baby. yeah, it was like it was like this part of it was like don't don't shake babies. <laughs> and that was the whole thesis of the of the of the episode, and um, it said on my script it said like, shake baby, and then a line. I had to say a line. And then they gave me a real, like a live human child, (laughs) an infant. So I'm like, okay, this is a, so I walked in and I I had the baby in my arms and I just sort of bounced her up and down, like not not violently, but like a pretty, like, woo, this is, you know, and then, uh, and then I said my line and then the the director was like, cut to cut, shake Shake it to baby. And I was, okay, fine. So I went and we, they reset. And it's like a, a studio. So there's mm-hmm. like 20 crew members. And then the director and it's like on a studio lot. And it's like it's... The, the pressure is now on. And so I come out with this human baby. And I just start like really far up and down. But still controlled speed. Like uh, Just for those of you listening, don't shake. <laughs> Please... Please don't shake them. Um, and then he, f- you know, cut, cut, freaked out. No, no, shake the baby. And I had to, like, stay, like, stay on set be like, no, no, you shake the baby. If you want to, I'm not. Like, no. And then they, they took a break and they had a little huddle and they were all having a little fight about it. And I just refused. So... And this and the shoot took like twenty hours or something because this baby they, they gave us just some lady's baby um, was crying and, cr- and so we couldn't wonder why I mean yeah. 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 yeah and the, and the mum was this uh, Russian lady I, I did a few shows where I had a baby my baby and every time I had some blonde wife right. And then it's a half Korean baby that they give you, mm-hmm. right? Because to them, this baby looks like not Korean. is a foreign baby. Okay. But it's clearly, this is a half Korean baby. <laughs> so like next to the blonde wife that I have, and then I have like a little, <laughs> yeah. It was a bit weird. But then at the end, at, the, at, like after, at like hour 16 or something, the baby just wouldn't stop crying and they wanted to get the scenes done. And so they brought me the most realistic dolls mm-hmm. I have ever seen. It was amazing. It was just mind-blowingly realistic looking, and I was like, "Where was this baby?" <laughs> Nineteen like, hours ago.
0: Exactly. <laughs> what is going
2: on, people? And uh, so yeah, so that's that's kind of the stuff I had to deal with. But yeah, so should, like, are we supposed to be talking about? Because uh, I know the format. I've been listening. Oh so good, think, extra think points think for you. Now we're supposed mm-hmm. to talk about like great things in Stockholm. Right? Or yeah, if you That's have fun.
0: tips. It doesn't have to be in Stockholm. It can be yeah. anywhere in Sweden.
2: I can't prepare it. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. all right. Yeah. go for so, it. Best coffee in town, mm-hmm. best cappuccino, is Sots Sosta Espresso yes. Bar. S O S T A, I think. It's on Swewegen by Romansgatan the southern uh, entrance I've
0: been there and you're right it is very popular for Mm. having just and in the summer they have affogado which is with the uh, vanilla ice cream it's like an Italian thing with vanilla ice cream and the coffee on top of it
2: I've never had that Mm, it's so good it's amazing their cappuccino is like 26, 28 crowns or something like that it may have gone up since I've been there but uh, it costs like it's super cheap it's amazing Mm -hmm. just don't bring your computer with you it's It's a
0: tiny place it's a tiny place and
2: they don't want you to mm. be on your, no, so it's like,
0: very much the Italian way. You're just yeah. supposed to go get your cup, drink it, and leave.
2: Yeah, and they, no have, they have a few Italians working there, and like, mm. you if you are an Italian speaker, uh, you can get by with it in that shop, no problem. Oh, they, oh, it's oh. English, it's Swedish, it's Italian, and and they're super funny. If they get to know you, they try to prank you sometimes. <laughs> which I, I had one of the guys like try to. He had like a, my cappuccino on a saucer, and he went to give it to me, and he tripped, and he like spilled the cup on me. But there's nothing in there. But I'm, just, I'm totally, i bought in completely. So they're 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 super fun. I I highly recommend them. And then um, you guys have been talking about uh, low and slow, mm-hmm. and how great it is, but expensive, right? Yeah, right. They do a lunch. They do a lunch. How
0: much is the lunch?
2: It's like a hundred crowns. Is it every mm-hmm. day? It's a little, um, not Monday. Every okay. day Monday, I think. So
0: many things here close Monday. It's
2: a sandwich. So it's brisket, pulled pork, pulled chicken. I think pulled jackfruit if you're like yeah, a, yeah. a weirdo. <laughs> uh, and then uh, my 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 go-to move is either the brisket or the pulled pork with sweet potato fries. Oh. Like five crowns more. And it's yeah. magic. And then uh, a coffee is like five crowns or ten crowns or something like that. That's the treat. Treat yourself. Where, where mm-hmm. is it? Mm-hmm. It is by
0: Rodman Sculpture. It is kind
2: directly of? across from my office, so I can look <laughs> out <laughs> my this old classroom. You know. I can look out the window, and Low and Slow is right there. It's mm-hmm. Lumphitmakhagathan where it meets uh, Oudengathan, yeah. so it's it's really yeah. close to the library, yeah. the Stats Bibliothek. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I think I just didn't realize they had a lunch. I've only it's been there twice, right. and it was for dinner. And Yeah, it was good, but it's yeah. expensive. I've
2: never been there for dinner, but I was eating lunch there like once a week. I oh. was like.
0: I have to try that my personal
2: goal was like not more than once a week and then for if you want a coffee and a view like if you're if you have guests Mm -hmm. nobody visits me from Canada of course because it's like to go from Canada to Sweden in the winter or the summer seems a bit silly (laughs) but um On Sodom yes. It's on, yes, it's like terraces on the but they cliffs.
0: also do a vegetarian yeah. lunch. I mean, it's, the
2: buffet is amazing, yeah. it's an
0: excellent buffet, it's It's, like it's a little pricey, pricey, yeah, yeah. but it, it is excellent food in an excellent view. That's right,
1: yeah. And if you've got people who are not meat eaters or vegans, or but bream- even if even in. I that yeah. I like meat, I like that's the first mm-hmm. place I yeah. went to, and I was like, I'm not missing meat. No, 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 no. The first time in my life that I felt that.
2: But if you're not looking to drop a bunch of cash and you're just looking for a nice place, like the coffee is a normal coffee price Mm -hmm. and they have lots of different cakes and things. And then the views, it's the best view in town, I
0: think. Like you've
2: got, you Gordon, you've got Gamla you're up high. It's like terraces. Right
0: above the cruise ships. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, they've like in the summer they have hammocks and it's just this, that's my spot. Yeah, yeah. so
0: that's on Södermalm, and it's yeah. uh, gets a bit of a walk from Slussen once yeah, the construction like, is done.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think you can still get up there now. Can you walk there? Okay, it's, yeah, it's like a, it's a steady gradient uphill, probably like a ten-minute walk. or yeah. yeah,
0: sounds right. It's not
2: bad, and the town of Eskilstuna, or as I like to call it, Elslingstuna. Oh, oh yeah, sweet. That's right, that's right. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, my second Swedish home. and I lived there for a couple of years and it's just it's just a different Swedish vibe. Stockholm is a little more anonymous. It's a little tougher to get around socially. Mm-hmm. Eskstein is great, partly because there's nothing to do there. So <laughs> they it, have a
0: zoo, right?
2: They do have a zoo. Uh, that has a bad reputation, yeah, like, like a, an a sad animals zoo. escape or they, whatever, <laughs> and there's a there's a forest directly behind the zoo. and so when you're walking in the forest, you can hear like the lions roaring and stuff. That's pretty cool, and it's really bone chilling. like if you're in the forest, and you're just you, there's nothing around, you're just on a path and you hear like a lion roar, like it could be behind that boulder over there. <laughs> It's super fun.
0: It was especially yeah. if there's a track record that animals escape sometimes. Yeah, I don't know if the animals escaped
2: or like... So, I mean, no, they, I they, I some gone. died yeah. and then yeah. they fed them to other animals. There's some... Oh. something, I don't know. Yeah. But, but yeah, since there's not much to do in Escostuna, everyone is so excited if you have a plan, right? So if you're like, let's play board games or let's go for a mm. hike or let's whatever, everybody's like, yes, please. Whereas in this town, it's the Swedish maybe, right? <laughs> Which... For those of you who don't know, it means no.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Swedish yeah. maybe is no, unless everything else falls apart. You know. The, the
0: maybe hand. is I'm hoping you'll get sick before this date <laughs> comes up, and if you don't, I will pretend that I'm sick. Yeah. I can yeah.
2: ghost you, or yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh God! I totally forgot. I put it wrong in my calendar.
2: I think the Swedes they they all understand a maybe means no, and so they seem very okay with saying to change a maybe to a no. Yeah. Right, so like the day of or the day before, they'll mm-hmm. be just like, "Oh, you know what? That maybe is a no. Actually, I can't make it." So I've seen, I've seen some intercultural shocks <laughs> with that,
1: but not in yeah. Eskilstuna. That everyone, no, yes. they are
2: lovely people. Yes, people. Um,
0: the city of Yes. People. Yeah, yeah, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And it it's only what an hour from Stockholm. It's a train.
2: It's an hour on the SE on the on the intercity trains, and uh, I'm out there once a, one week a month to go play music and jam with the guys out in the forest and
0: you know I spent my fifth wedding anniversary in Eskilstuna Tuna. Elsklings Tuna. Elskling's Tuna, yes, I mean, of if course. It's an because it's an anniversary. Yeah yeah. 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 And a lot of people laughed pretty hard at that. But I was I was eight months pregnant at the time, so I didn't want to go far, but I didn't want to stay in, in Stockholm. So and I knew nothing about Eskil's tuna, but I saw some pictures of a hotel and oh they got water there. And so we went and we actually had a wonderful time. It's a beautiful but city. I guess it's not really like a vacation destination. No.
2: Don't, don't mind. Don't <laughs> but sweat we the had haters. Good, you know, yeah, it was, no, no. it
0: was um, Melody Festivalin. So we went and just got a bunch of candy and we sat in the hotel room and watched that. And we had a great time. Thank you very much for coming, for all the tips, yeah. for the wonderful stories. Now we all got to go look up Korean videos with
1: yeah. evil white yeah. dudes. Yeah, oh God. <laughs>
0: All right, thanks for listening, and remember not to shake babies. (laughs) Bye.